park planning and holiday vlog and this vlog is going to be March news um which will be in two parts because so much is happening yeah I knew that March around the theme parks at the moment such an exciting month <laughs> after the vast amount of news we had in January and the small amount of and news the small amount of news in February um didn't expect as much news in March and we, um, what we what's today the 18th of March yeah today's the 18th of March and um there's so much we are going to split this into two so you won't get any marvel length movies again yeah so so props to whoever sat through an hour and a half of us rambling on about january's news but there was a ridiculous amount of news in january so crazy crazy amount of news in january so this first news uh blog will be about the disney news um and that's the orlando Disney parks, World news. Disney World news. With a maybe a tiny bit of Hollywood Studios thrown in for good measure. Yeah. So a <clears> lot <throat> has been happening. <clears throat> yeah. So I've got my glasses on because I have to read it. There's so much news. So there might be a bit of squinting. So apologies for those of you <laughs> watching on YouTube. Uh, right. So um, uh, we lost epic Disney legend and Imagineer Roly Crump this month. And if you don't know who Roly Crump is, he is the man behind... The Haunted Mansion. My favourite ride. So he was the grand old age of 93 and he worked for Disney since 1952. So for a, a, a Brian Adamsley long time. Yes. <laughs> People that aren't old enough to know that, Brian Adams had a number one hit song for, I don't know, what felt like seven years in the UK. So I think it was yeah. 14 or 15 weeks. Oh, anyway, yes. Yeah. So he worked for Disney for what felt like forever. So he started off as an animator, an in-between animator, like drawing grass and mm. stuff, colouring in between in the films. Uh, and he moved into Walt Disney Imagineering, which was known as WED, Disney Engineering Department, I think it was known as. Mm. Someone will no doubt correct me in the comments for getting that wrong. Uh, he moved there in 1959 and he was instrumental in pretty much all the projects that went on with the World's Fair, which basically became... The Which groundbreaking California, yeah, the groundbreaking rides in California. Yeah. Um, he left Disney for a while, went to Bush Gardens, and came back to Disney in 1976. Did a whole load of stuff revamping Epcot, and then finally retired in 1996. And he was rightly named Disney Legend. Blah, 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 put my teeth in a Disney Legend in 2004. And if you've ever seen the Imagineering documentary on Disney Plus. Uh, Roly is in it a lot. Yeah. Because he, he worked with Walt right at the beginning. He was instrumental in all the stuff um, around the World's Fair, Small World. Uh, yeah, I mean, they took it. Um, it's a Small World, was at the State Fair, World's Fair. Um, and, you know, I mean, the bloke is a legend. Yeah. You know, they, they, were, they, they are iconic rides that he worked on. You know, you can't imagine like Disneyland or Disney World without It's a Small World or Haunted Mansion. Just... And the Tiki Room. I love the Tiki Room. Yeah. So they used the, some of the animatronics and the ideas behind that they used in the original Abraham Lincoln, which then became the Hall of Presidents mm. um, piece. They used that for the talking and singing birds. Because, you know, why not? <laughs> why wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we lost him at the grand old age of 93 this month, so very sad. I really hope that they honour him in some way in the parks, because mm. it would be crazy for them not to. Yeah. 
Uh, so what else have we got on the go in Imagineering? Bruce Vaughan is back, uh, Walt Disney Imagineering, returning as the chief creative officer, which sounds like a very posh title. Uh, just in time to start working on Pandora at uh, Disneyland in Hollywood. California. California. Yeah, I meant California, not Hollywood. <laughs> mm, it's because we've been talking about Universal Studios. Yeah, Hollywood. it's just, it's all in the, it's all in the West Coast. I mean, it's only that small on the map, <laughs> isn't it? Right. Come on, people, it's only that small on the map. They're practically next door to each other. That's my reasoning. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, so Disney... Disney, Disney, the Royal Disney are claiming <laughs> that the Avatar experience promises to be as amazing at Anaheim as it is in the Animal Kingdom. Not quite sure how much space it's going to have because obviously Florida is vast. Yeah, they haven't got much room to expand in. No, so it made um, California. So yeah, but Imagineering know how to use um, the best amount of space in the small I mean they can jam stuff into small spaces look what they did to uh, Hollywood Studios of Paris it's the <laughs> most it's the microscopic park um so yes so the the news of that breaking and um them starting work on that don't know when they're going to start work on it but that's going to be happening soon oh this one pains me um the galactic star cruiser can you say white elephant <laughs> good idea badly executed yes <laughs> so i can say disney have announced they're reducing the number of voyages i'm using dr evil quotes for anyone that's not watching us on youtube um disney reducing the number of voyages from october 2023 and they have released a statement which reads as follows i'm putting my best reading voice on now you may notice the schedule has been modified to provide two voyages a week, except for holiday weeks where there may be three voyages. You read that, maybe three. So might not be three, maybe three, who knows? Depends on how busy they are, I suppose. We've been learning a lot during our first year of operation. We didn't have any idea it had been in operation for a year. Yeah, yeah, been um, a year. And adjusted, have adjusted voyage dates to meet the needs of our guests. So if you have no idea what this is, the Galactic Star Cruiser is a luxury immersive hotel experience. Yeah, you have to book it for two nights. Um, and within that time, you are fully contained within the Star Cruiser. And it's a very immersive, interactive experience. Um, you can choose a role to play. They have um, cast members who play roles for both um, the um, like Alliance and like the Rebels and oh, the yeah, Empire. Yeah. Um, and you can choose whether you want to be a goodie or a baddie. And they send you on quests and you have tasks and you have to interact with cast members to perform these tasks and so it's very much in very interactive which yeah. isn't for everyone well yeah um i mean the food the theming of the food they've done amazingly the rooms look very basic like a pod <laughs> like a pod um they're not big um, well, you're on a Starship cruiser. They're not going to be big, are they? No, but I mean, they, <laughs> they look smaller than the rooms at 
Disney's budget hotels. You know, they look smaller than the rooms at um, All Star Music. And yet the cost of this is ridiculous. When it was first released, it was $5,000 for two people for yeah. three nights, two nights, two nights, three days. Um, I mean, I know they've dropped it by a certain amount. I think they've taken it down to about $4,000 now. Yeah. Um, which is still a huge amount of money. It's huge. Yeah. I mean, when we say luxury and immersive, it is really, it's like weighted on hands and foot, luxury. Oh, yeah. You, there's ballets and. Yeah. You know, when you, yeah. uni- you get a uniform, it's spot on. Ooh, uniform. <laughs> um, and you do do quests and things like you can do lightsaber training with remotes like Luke does in yeah you, you get lightsaber like training you get to um go up on the bridge and fight a battle and drive the ship um the restaurants look uh, stunning you mm. know the restaurants and the food is constant um so it's a bit like being like is it garden level compass level whichever level you're in so it's like constant food. Constant food. <laughs> constant food, constant which food and drink. Sounds good, but sounds good, but yeah. still not two thousand dollars per person. An good. awful, awful lot of money, which probably explains why not quite as popular as Disney hoped it'd be. Because yes, sci-fi fans, particularly Star Wars fans, look, we love this stuff. I mean, I would love this thing, but I am not paying. That amount of money, that five, the five grand, that's two holidays for Sam and I to go to yeah. the States. That's like, that's like 11 days, 12 days Yeah. price for two for holidays. Two yeah. So, it, you know, the, all, all of the blogs I've seen of it, it does look amazing. Um, you know, you, you, you do get to do certain things. You get priority access into um, Galaxy's Edge for a few hours i think it's like an morning or an mm, afternoon you get yeah, yeah you get like priority <laughs> entrance into galaxy edge because you go like the back way in and you know and yes it looks amazing but no i don't think it's the price amazing i mean there's no yeah. pool there's it's yeah. basically got a Three space can't be a pool how'd that no, work no. <laughs> it's got Sorry. gravity otherwise you'd float around <laughs> Um, there's no outside areas because no, um, you're, you're on a spaceship so it's basically got like a deluxe resort price tag for a value resort or less than a value resort amenities yeah we were discussing earlier weren't we that it would yeah. be really cool if they opened it up for you to have say a, 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 a cool dining experience on it yeah so it up, it's a themed dining it's themed dining so if they opened it up as a as a hotel, but then have like the themed dining that anyone could go to, I think that would be a good way for them to go with it, rather than abandon it completely. I don't think they can abandon it completely, Which, can they? Oh, no, it's Disney, could. of course they could. <laughs> they yeah. could abandon it completely. Um, yeah, I think if they made it like a themed dining and a resort, yeah. then I think that would work for them. But... Yeah. Um, I don't think it can carry on with what it is. No. And for all the hype <coughs> when it was building up for it to be released, there's not really been that much news or stuff. No, there was a lot it, of there it? was a lot of hype about it when it first, you know, and we were really excited to see, you know, what it, I mean, we're huge Star Wars fans. I mean, I'm off to 
Star Wars Celebration in a couple of weeks' time. So mm. she's not. Um, so you know, and yeah, you know, as Star Wars fans, we will pay for things that we want to do with Star Wars. I mean, the popularity of Galaxy's Edge shows you that there is the amount of Star Wars fans out there. Yeah. Um, but I think they've just taken the wrong route with it. Mm. I think they've seriously taken the wrong route with it. Yeah, but we've got Bob back now, so something awesome might happen. Hopefully. Right. <clears throat> so moving on before we go ranting about that. <laughs> so just, uh, I always forget this guy's name. Josh yeah, Josh Damaro, who's chief of Disney Parks Experiences and Products. So he's quite he's quite a big cheese. Yes. Quite a big cheese. Um has said this week that Tron Light Cycle Run mm. is the tip of the iceberg for future investments in Disney Park projects, which is great news because a couple of years ago there was no investment in any Disney Park projects, and it was almost as though like they were just letting them tick the parks tick along again because of the pandemic and things. So he has said that um, that basically Tron is the beginning. This hope's not beginning at the end. <laughs> no, Tron is the beginning. I'm not going to be a doom monger. So back at the tail end of last year at D23, he spoke of some blue sky projects i think is how they were described there is they were described as blue sky which blue sky projects basically means it's ideas they're batting around there's no um it's you know doodles from the imagineers it's yeah. what it's what the imagineers would want to do if they got given free reign they call them blue skies yeah so one 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 of the one of the big ones which might big one of the ones that might actually come to fruition is the dino land three re-theme at animal kingdom because it's a bit tired They've already dismantled most of it. Yeah, um, it just looks like a bit like a and bit they're turning that prepared. into a Moana, Moana, a Moana um, area. So that's what is planned for Dino Land. Yeah, there was a large project called Beyond Big Thunder Mountain project. Yes, which is one we're excited about. Which, uh, which is to use some of the unused land in the northern north behind Big Thunder Mountain. Behind Big Thunder Mountain, there's a shed load of land there. There's a lot of land. There's a lot of land that's kind of kicking about in the park, doing nothing, and they've got land outside the park yes. that has been earmarked for expansion that's just doing nothing. Yeah, I think they're expanding staff staff areas. Yeah, in that bit. So, um, but when they announced this beyond Big Thunder Mountain, I squeed, I jumped up and down. And immediately went Shannon. So, uh, so the plan for this, because it's quite a big chunk of land, is for is for three mini lands. Yes, based on Encanto. Yeah, which has become mega. I mean, still need to bloody see it. I haven't seen it either. I haven't seen Encanto. Yeah, we're massive Disney fans. Yeah, right. I haven't so, seen Encanto. Yeah. yeah, so Encanto, Coco, which is another really pop. Emily absolutely adore, loves Coco. So she shouted from the bedroom, <laughs> I love Coco. Um, and the, the most exciting piece is the Disney Villains Land, which got the biggest applause. It did. Um, and this week, I'm kind of jumping ahead of my news a bit here, but this week, um, in an interview with 
uh, oh, Entertainment Weekly. I was trying to remember where it was. <laughs> Entertainment Weekly. Imagineer Chris Beatty hints that the villain's lands may be on the cards. They asked him about these Blue Sky projects, and he said the villain's concept got a pretty good applause. That's got to be the biggest understatement was, of the century. Yeah. It was like standing ovation, screaming, clapping, cheering. It was. <laughs> um, you know, like bringing the house down. Um, and he said. We took note of how loud that applause was when we announced that. Oh, I'm going to swear here. No shit, Sherlock. I mean, I watched <laughs> a lot of vlogs from it. Um, I watched Nate, Page of Miss Morrow, and I watched um, Adam the Woo. And Adam was actually, actually inside of the D23 presentation. And um, Nate was in a separate screening room. Um, Did he hear that? The overflow. And you just heard the roar um and i think we you know the villains are so underrepresented in the parks yeah unless it's halloween or you know the halloween parties something special yeah so and you know villains are the best characters so yeah we 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 need the villains land definitely yeah yeah so going back to good old josh so uh, he's recently been interviewed by the Orlando Business Journal. What kind of place do you expect to have come with ma- masses amount of Disney news? <laughs> no. but, um, he says, Tron is the tip of the iceberg that's coming up and we are just getting started. Oh, please, whatever deity you pray to. The maker, for our C-3PO is concerned. Praise the maker that um, maybe this is the start of bigger investment back in the parks. Well, I mean, when you see what the likes of Shanghai and Hong Kong have, yeah, yeah, well, the technically they're funded by outside people. They're funded by outside people. That, I mean, obviously Shanghai had Tron first, yeah, and they brought Tron over, which is not a, a complete. It's it's been tarted up, probably the wrong word. It's modified, been modified. Yeah, it's been <laughs> modernized slightly. Yeah. yeah. So, but I mean, you know, when you see what Shanghai has. Um, then hopefully we start catching up a bit. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, and I mean, it's all well and good, but the only official news coming out of Disney of stuff that's going on at the moment is obviously we've got the update with the Splash Mountain revamp to mm-hmm. um, Tiana's bio adventure, which they are going great guns on. That is going very quick. Yeah, um, so a lot quicker than I thought it would. Well, on past. Well, I think that they've seen how fast is uh, Universal. Universal are working on Epic Universe, which, to be fair, they've basically rattled up. Oh, that's just going up so quick. Which we'll come to. Which we will like, come to. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so where do we get to? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Splash Mountain revamp. Yeah. Yep. So, um, and obviously they've announced that they're going to put Pandora at Disneyland in Anaheim. Um, but. There hasn't been a lot of other news about no. potential new projects. Obviously, I know they're not gonna they're not gonna like go promise us promise us the world and give us <laughs> yeah, a chip. Um, but I think hopefully going forward that they'll leak more stuff to make it a bit more. Well, you got D twenty three will be next year because it's every two years D twenty three. So hopefully, come next year we might have a bit more concrete news on what's new in the parks. Let's hope it just isn't a load of old waffles. (laughs) We can keep our fingers crossed. But then, 
they Disney were at South by Southwest. So if you see SXSW, that's what it means, South by Southwest, which is a big, it's a big, I don't know, conference is not the right word, showcase of stuff. And it's everything from independent movies to music. It's just, it's basically, oh, can't, there's no, there's no equivalent in the UK of it. Uh, but it's where people go to, to tell you what cool stuff they've got coming out. Um, and he was on the stand with some of the guys from Imagineering. And then out pops this uh, Judy Hopps prototype robot. It roller skated. And rolled out of the box and stood up. Yes. <laughs> we'll post a link to the video in the show notes. But it's just, it was like, what? What? Yeah, it, it I mean, I like, looked at it and I thought, when um, like Sharon has shown me the video, I was like, is that a person? Is it, you know, it's, it's just doing things that you couldn't imagine an animatronic could do. Yeah, and it's completely animatronic, no wires. It's like, it's like Pinocchio, it's got no strings. Yeah. <laughs> it is literally, they programmed it to do something and it was interacting with him. So he held his hands out to give it a hand up and it took his hands and pulled itself up. Yeah. And it was like, oh my God. It, it was amazing to me. Too. So. We know Imagineering are, well, that's why they're called Imagineering. But that was that was uh, unreal. Technology is catching up with their ideas. Yeah, which is great. So let's mm. really hope that they come up with awesome stuff for us. Yeah. Selfishly. Yeah. <laughs> we want stuff. We want cool stuff and we want it now. <laughs> yeah. And um, give us Dylan's lands, please. Yeah. Um, please. <clears throat> Pretty please. Yeah. So... As much as I love them, I, I hate being critical, but it's all very well them talking about investment, but a vacation to Disney World needs to be affordable. Yes. So can we please keep it affordable? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and not make things that are Galactic Star Cruiser pricing, please? Yes. Yeah, we don't want that. But the thing that worried me the most, um, sort of, just before the pandemic hit and since it's been hit, is that prices have gone mental. Yeah, gate prices. Um, yeah. I said, we're lucky in the UK that we get special offers on tickets. Yeah. Um, but if you're going out and buying like a one day ticket on the gate, it's ridiculous. It's like nearly $200. Yeah, yeah. Um, because they now have seasonal pricing as well, um, which goes obviously, yeah, holiday seasons. I think it's something like one hundred and eighty dollars. Um, and that's for a single park ticket. That's for a single park. It's not, not including the park hopper. Um, and yeah, they have made it so that the average family um, can't afford it, which goes against everything Walt that, said. That Walt said that the parks should be affordable to everybody. Yeah, and yeah, okay, we understand inflation, and we understand you know that prices do go up. But yeah. when they're going up above inflation and you're not seeing the investment in the park, that makes you wonder where the money's being spent. But in positive news, they have announced some yes. lower tier pricing at Disneyland and Anaheim. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, they're really working on Anaheim now. So thanks, Bob. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully it carries over. Yeah. Uh, what other other good news that's not park news? So another good part news: the trailer for that live action Little Mermaid dropped uh, last week, I think it is. And to be honest, I've been a bit meh about the Little Mermaid before I saw the trailer. Since I've seen the trailer, I'm like, oh, actually, that looks really quite good. 
I'm excited for her, so. Straight for the villain. Straight for the villain. I am excited for her, so. It's, uh, I've been, I've, I've, I'll get a bit, ooh, why are they, why are they live actioning? I, I, I get why they're doing it, because they're releasing it to a whole new audience, and for kids now that are used to Pixar-esque imagine, imagination, <laughs> illustrations and animation, animation. Yeah. <laughs> um but have you seen buzz the buzz lightyear film no oh, it's awesome oh i really want to watch them. the buzz lightyear film is, is brilliant um and then when you look at things like avatar where you cannot tell that the navi are not actual real characters because it looks so yeah. real so oh, right i'm gonna get to it uh, yeah so i think that if kids today watch the Disney animated films, even from the Renaissance awesome era, like The Lion King and Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast, they might look at it and go, oh, it's a cartoon. That's not very good imagination. No, doing it again. It's <laughs> not very good animation. I feel like I need to be like Dala out by the name from the Amazon animation. <laughs> yeah. So maybe the reimagining the films as live action will encourage kids to go and look at the classic animated version i don't know i quite like some of the live action movies they've done i like the maleficent ones but they're not remakes they're not they? remakes they're um, prequels beauty and the beast was okay yeah it was all right um i don't think people should have slated um emma emma, emma watson emma as much watson, as they did yeah, um, i thought she did a really good job yeah, um, I haven't watched Aladdin because the genie to me is Robin Williams, and as much as I love Will Smith, I think I've watched Robin ten minutes Williams. of Aladdin, and I just like I can't. The genie is Robin Williams. Yeah, um, sorry, Will Smith, you're awesome. <laughs> will Smith, you're awesome, but you know, genie Williams. will always be, be Robin, Robin Williams. Williams. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch the Jungle Book. Oh, uh, I quite enjoyed action. that. I haven't seen that. Um, and yeah, I wasn't. Um overawed to watch The Little Mermaid until I saw the trailer. Yeah, very meh about it. I was like, oh, I don't know what all the fuss is about. So yeah. There's a lot of hoo-ha about the, oh, well, the mermaid should be a little white girl. Beep, 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 beep. No, it doesn't matter. She's a mermaid. It doesn't matter what colour, flavour fish she is. She's just a I, thought, fish. I, I haven't seen the live action of Mulan. Haven't you? No. <laughs> oh, I think because, obviously, I, we grew up with the traditional animated films. And you know, they'll always hold a place in my heart will be the traditional animated ones. Mm. Um, Some more than others. Yeah. Um, then it's, um, I suppose it's, it's what you're used to and what you grow up with. And I've seen The Lion King. I like The Lion King. I don't know what the fuss was about. What, the live one? Or the... No, they're just a standard animated one. Oh, right. the oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right. Okay. It's a... <laughs> You've just got the hyenas. Oh, yeah, I like them. Hyenas and Timon and Pumbaa. Scar's my favourite. I know Scar's favourite. We've got Timon and Pumbaa and the hyenas. Okay. And the ostrich bums. It's all right. Okay. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I will reserve judgment. Trailer looks good, though. Trailer does look good. I will reserve judgment. And they're singing in it, which is great, because sometimes when they remake them into live actions, they're not musicals anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And I th- 
yeah, that's part of the. You can't have the Little Mermaid without singing. Well, that was part of the whole exactly thing she sings. of well, well yeah, with, with the Little Mermaid, exactly, it's part of the thing she sings. But even with the likes of the Jungle Book, you know, the songs gave it personality. And where would we be without the bare necessities? And King of the jo King of the Swimmers. Mm. You know, they were the classics. Yep. Yeah, so we'll watch The Little Mermaid and we'll let you know whether we like it or yeah. not. <laughs> we will review The Little Mermaid yeah. when it comes out. And it'll be like, oh, that's quite good. Yeah, it's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> but we do like a villain. So We do like Ursula. a villain. Ursula. Uh, Ooh, yeah. she got a little eel? So she got Flotsam and Jetsam with her? Yeah. I think she has. Oh, cool. I like them too. And it's also, it's one of my favourite comedy actresses as well. She's playing Ursula, so... Um, so I'm excited. Yeah. Well, that's exciting this weekend, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, I mean, if you know, um, the original Ursula was based on the drag queen Divine. Yes. Um, so, you know, it's big, big shoes to fill. <laughs> Very big shoes to fill. So we'll be interested. Yep. But yeah, it looks good. So we'll, we'll see. And I'm not naff about it anymore. <laughs> In hotel news, Beach Club Villas refurbishment is going to be continuing until late this year. Could be as late as August or the fall for you American types or the autumn for the rest of the world. <laughs> um, so, I mean, you know, if you're staying in the Beach Club Villa, it might disturb your holiday a bit or you might hear a bit of noise. But they do try to keep noise down to a minimum when they're refurbing hotels. So not disturb your awesome holiday. But then you should be in the bloody park, not in your hotel. So <laughs> unless you're sleeping, which they're not going to be refurbing at the middle of the night, then you, you shouldn't really not. bother you. Yeah. Right, Park News, there's an awful lot of it. Well, not quite as much as there was in January, but quite a lot. Yeah. Go on. What? Because it's my favourite. <laughs> yeah. So the Mandalorian and Grogu, not Baby Yoda. <laughs> Um, are staying at Hollywood Studios as a meet and greet, which has been so popular since they rolled him out um, when the premiere of The Mandalorian came out three, four, three, nearly four weeks ago. I'm just yeah. trying to work out when it was. I was counting how many episodes I watched. <laughs> um, yeah, so they will be staying. And he'll, he, who does he meet? He meets, obviously, he meets in Galaxy's Edge, but I don't know whereabouts in Galaxy's Edge. Does he float? I've seen him wandering about in all the videos that I've seen. He's kind of drifting, but he does do a meet and greet, and Grogu does move. Grogu's in his little sack, <laughs> his little Grogu pouch, little Grogu pouch. Yeah, and he does move, but it's great that he's staying. So yeah, it's not just for a couple of weeks. Grogu so. is for life, not just for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else have we got? More preview. <laughs> More previews of Tron ahead of its launch, like literally launch, because it does look like it goes like a bullet out of a gun when it launches. Um, it's been occurring all month with annual pass previews selling out in selling out. They're not obviously don't have to pay for them, but they're selling out in in minutes. Uh, so lots of people have been lucky to snag them. Um, it's also been announced this week that the post ride experience of Team Green. Uh, as the attraction is sponsored by Enterprise, who shockingly enough's colour is green, it's no big surprise. 
but there's going to be sort of like a photo op with a green light cycle. It makes revy engine noises. It looks amazingly cool. Um, so uh, you can go and have your photo taken with an awesome light cycle. They also the announced a soft opening, didn't they? They did announce yes. a soft opening. So ahead of the 4th of April launch. opening, launch, they will be doing soft openings. So it will be open randomly for the public to ride. Yeah. So between the 20th of May to the 2nd of April, obviously not the 3rd of April because they'll be prepping it. 20th from... of March, not May. Oh, <laughs> I meant March because <laughs> it's opening April, Muppet. <laughs> Don't know which Muppet I am, Beaker probably. Um, yeah, so 20th of March, began with an M, I was close. Yep. Um, your Swedish fish fixation. Oh, do you know what? I wrote this when I'd eaten half a bag of Swedish fish, which is probably why. Probably a bit of a thing about Swedish fish. Um, yeah, so if you want to book Rotron on its soft opening, you have to do it through the My Disney Experience app. Um, and it will only be available for you to do it once a day. So you can't be clever and try and ride it twice. Um, two opportunities to join the queue, 7am and lunchtime, 1pm, I think. 1pm, yeah, normally. So 7am, you have to have a MK park booking to do it. And at 1pm, you have to be in the park. So if you've hopped to the park, can you hop to the park after before one now? No. So why did they... Oh, for annual pass holders, that'll be why. <laughs> why did they say that? Because um, annual pass holders can hop before... Not in Florida, they can't. It's only in Disneyland, California. They can hop at 11. Oh, I thought they'd moved that to Florida. No. Yeah. Oh, they're going to, but not yet. Yeah. Anyway, so I don't know why it says that you have to be in the park at 1pm. So anyway, you have to be in the park if you want to book it. And from the 5th of April, once it's opened, there's going to open another slot at 6pm. Oh, that's good. Yeah. yeah. And if you're staying in a selected Disney hotel, i.e. an expensive one. Deluxe. Um, you, can, you don't need to be in the park to book it. You can book it from your hotel and then come to the park to ride it. And thanks to Scott Guston, who tweeted this, because he's another stalker when it comes to things to do with all the parks. And he, and he uh, dropped this with a little bomb a couple of days ago. Um, what else have we got, Tron News? Uh, there's all the merch is starting to be publicised. Yes. There's lots of merch. Lots and lots of merch. Lots. lots. Everything from T-shirts to toys, including having your face put on your own doll. You can be your own minifigure. Yes, you can be your own minifigure. It's bloody brilliant. Um, there's And it comes in the coolest box that looks like an arcade machine. <laughs> it's just amazing. Um, there's bags. There's, oh, I don't know. Anything. You can see where Sharon's going to be in February. Though. I really like Tron. Tron's one of the, Tron, how old was I when Tron came out? 11, original first Tron. But there and is, I was blown away. There is rumour of them making an out. A third Tron film. Really? Yes. Ooh. There's rumours. I really like Tron Legacy as well. I thought they were going to butcher that. And I was like, oh, no, they're making another Tron film. They can't make anything as possibly as good as the first Tron film. And then it was just as good as the first Tron film. Because who doesn't like a bit of dark punk? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Is that all the Tron news? No. 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 There's, no, more. no, no, there's, there's more Tron, Tron news. So the Tomorrowland Light and Power Company gift shop is going to be renamed to the Tomorrowland Launch Depot. And, that and is... that's the gift shop that's attached to Space Mountain. Yeah. Yeah. So there will be there will be a Tron exit shop, exit experience, but the most of the merch is going to be in 
I'm pointing the at one. the shop. But <laughs> the Space not, Mountain shop. The Space shop. Mountain shop. Yeah. Um, and there's also a new, and Sam's favourite thing, there's a new snack cart, which is selling Tron gifts. I Tron got gift excited when I saw this. Of course you did. It's snack and food related. But it's also one of my favourite snacks. Yeah. So they're going to be offering breakfast items. What, I don't know what Tron breakfast items are going to be offering. No, I didn't see the breakfast items. You just I said they saw the dumplings. Breakfast <laughs> items. And uh, so savoury snacks, sweet treats and beverages. So there's this, there's a very cool looking, is it a milkshake or is it a smoothie? It's not sure it's a smoothie or an icy. It's like, yeah. a, I think it's a smoothie, but it was the dumplings I got excited yeah, about. As soon as you saw the dumplings, you were like, oh, yeah, dumplings. I was like, dumplings. Yes, and it's going to be called Energy Bites. Bites spelt the way that the computer bites with a Y, not bites like bites. Yeah, again, it's something different. It's, you yeah. know, it's um, reminds me of a food festival booth. Yeah, that's the vibe I got off of it. Yeah, it reminds me of a food festival booth rather than like the launching pad. Yeah, like a proper, like a snack. Which done like popcorn and Mickey Premium bars and yeah pretzels and this is a new it's, it's a new snack location not repurposing one that already yeah. is there yeah it's brand new so it's not going to replace anything so all the other snacks are still going to be there <laughs> yeah <laughs> the snacks uh, not that we're obsessed with things like that uh there's some picks and write-ups of what we can expect for food over at attractions magazine and of course we'll put a link in the yeah. show notes and sam can oogle odle <laughs> Google, whatever the word is when you look at stuff Draw. a lot. That's <laughs> mammy over the dumplings. They've got two types of dumplings. There are buffalo chicken dumplings. Ooh, and then there was a beef one as well. So it's two different types. Are we going to have to try both of them? Yes. Oh, of course. Okay. <laughs> I don't even know why else. That was a stupid thing to say. Quality control. You got to... As you do. Uh, what other news have we got going on in the parks? Epcot. Oh, yes, Epcot. So Epcot is going to host the Disney 100 celebrations later this year. Yeah. And I'm sure they're going to do other stuff in the other parks, but Epcot's going to be the main place that mm. they celebrate. Isn't it? So, um, I think it's about time. That we, I mean, obviously, Disneyland California has had the main 100. And I think that is because Magic Kingdom, well, Walt Disney World, was still celebrating its 50th yeah so i think they've had to wait for that to finish before they can bring and i mean epcot was 40 last year so that's only just finished its 40th celebrations so i think they were waiting for them to to finish before they brought the 100th over yeah but the cool thing about that is means that we'll get a new nighttime spectacular without show the at epcot without the bloody barges yeah <laughs> um yeah so there'll be a new light time night night light time extravaganza um which there's not a lot of news about other than it's going to be awesome yeah yeah they're keeping <laughs> that one very quiet that's being kept under wraps yeah. um so yeah. that'll be exciting to see yeah. because um they're always good in other net <laughs> this moment in charcoal sorry another epcot news the classic which i've never seen have you ever seen it what the impressions de france no the impressions de france show <laughs> Uh, in Epcot, shockingly enough, French Pavilion, um, which is, well, it's a, it's a 360. That's the one. 360 That's what screen. That means. <laughs> 360 screen. She hasn't got me about my gestures. <laughs> yeah. So it's a 360 to screen cinematic awesomeness. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a bit of a classic. Really, you should see. We need to go and see it now. To see what the bloody. I've seen the about. China one. 
Oh, this is not the China one. No, I've seen the China one. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've not seen the Fun Fresh one. Canada one's meant to be very good as well. So. Oh, well, we know what we're doing when we go to it. We need to do the, the little like show things. Yeah. So anyway, so Impressions of France, which is a complete classic, uh, they've reduced the shows. So when I originally started compiling the news earlier in the month, um, the show could only be seen at 9am and 9.30am because it shares a theatre with the Beauty and Beast sing-along show, which was running between 10am and 8.45pm. But since this has been announced, there has been a massive uproar from the public. From the, <laughs> yeah, from people that are going, you can't do that. It's a classic. I turned up to see the show and it wasn't there. So I put extra shows back on. So now if you want to see um, the Impressions de France, Impressions de France, excuse my French accent, the bloke I work with is French, you'll kill me if he hears me say that. Um, they've started putting uh, later showings on as well. So there will not be an uproar anymore. Um, I just love the fact that people kicked up a fuss about it. <laughs> yeah, they brought it back. <laughs> yeah, and they brought it back. So it it appears to fall into the plan about updating Epcot because they're doing so much work to Epcot at the moment because Epcot was a bit of an unloved park, wasn't it? Yeah, and I mean, Epcot's my favourite park. Um, and now everything's been updated. I mean... There's so much work being going on there. Yeah. And they've released now about the different places that are opening and, you know, and it's going to be a permanent exhibition centre. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's exciting to see how it's going to change and what it's going to look like without the walls that have been there for so long. Yeah, because the, is it is it the Moana walkthrough? Yeah, the Moana, is it something, water? Oh yeah, the water. Yeah, yeah. It's basically a walkthrough. Yeah, it's like a garden walkthrough. Yeah, looks amazing from the art mm. from the aerial photos that we've seen. Yeah, from the good old bio reconstruct <laughs> aerial footage. Yeah, so glad he's out of hospital. Um, yeah, so it it looks as though they're doing so much now, and obviously there's there's we spoke about it on the last news with um the new character of Meat Spot's going to be there. There's going to be a new figment Meat Spot there. There's going to be a stage there for outside production so there's lots going on in that part of the park mm. which is brilliant um so it's really good that they're doing so much to to epcot um where we splash mountain oh yeah we spoke briefly about splash mountain which must stop calling it splash max splash no. mountain anymore tiana's bio adventure bio adventure yeah, I love it when you get that wrong. Yeah. Um, Tiana's bit. Tiana's <laughs> bit, yeah. So <coughs> scaffolding all over the gaff, as we Brits like to say. Loads of heavy construction noise has been coming. And if you ride the Walt Disney World Railway, you can hear it. Yeah, and they've <laughs> actually, because um, you used to have a window, because um, you went like behind or just through splash mountain mm. and you had a window that you could see into splash mountain that's now covered so yes, you, you can't, can't peek can't sneak peek what they're doing. <laughs> you can't peek but the crane appeared um very quickly i think it was within like 48 hours of splash mountain closing there was the crane there they've done so much they've ripped out all the briar patch at the front of the ride yeah that's all gone they've there's started... holes everywhere now yeah. within the actual mountain structure so yeah, it's it's moving quickly. It's the fastest like moving 
I mean, I know they let you look at what they're doing on the outside, but obviously you can't see what they're doing mm. on the inside. Um, but it, it's going to be really interesting. To Externally, see it looks to be. I might have to ride it again, even though I will absolutely <laughs> cack my pants going down the drop. <laughs> great drop. It's, brilliant. it's not a great drop. It's like 700 feet. It's brilliant. <laughs> Do that, and I make it do the front, don't I? I the time, <laughs> the, oh, one and only time I rode Smash Mountain, I was on the second row, and I felt like I had to apologise to the people in front of me because I was going to scream like a small child the entire time round, like the dropping bit. You were like that on Big Thunder Mountain for the first two years. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. So there is a good chance that it might be completed on time. Hooray! Which will be great, considering they're doing. The one at Anaheim at the same time. Yes. Yeah. So they're supposed supposed to be supposed to both be they're both supposed to be opening at the same time. Yeah, and Anaheim closed after. Yeah. Um, Florida. So. Yeah. Be good to see to see how it's coming along. Oh, I'm hoping we'll get some more pictures soon. I, mean, I do love Princess and the Frog film. I do. Uh, it's got one of the best villains in it. It's Doctor Facilio. Oh, I just. The music is brilliant. Yeah. Um, like the film score. So yeah. Um, and I'll, it's such a fantastic story. It's I love the way they good feel. They hate each other at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm, I am excited about it. As much as I love Splash Mountain. Yeah. Um, if they do this right, then you know I think it can be good. And I'm sure, as there always is with these kind of things, there'll be some Easter eggs thrown back to the original yes, ride that was there. Definitely. There will be there will be some things there that will even that you'll if they keep the crows. Yeah, you and your bloody crows. I like the crows. Love a crow, don't you? I do love a crow. Yeah. So yeah. Hoping there'll be more pictures soon. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we can see. See what's going on. So what else have we been going? And on? we will go and have a peek next oh, February. Yeah, we can. We can go and have a peek. We can have a peek. Because they like to leave a little window, don't they? Yeah. They do we'll, like, we'll... The Imagineers do like to leave a little window so you can see what they're doing. <laughs> or we'll wait till Bio's back up in the air with his little drone. Yeah. <laughs> but we can we can go and have a live peek. We'll have a live peek. <laughs> yeah. So what else have we had going on? Um. Oh. We've also had Tess running for the Happily Ever After part closing show, which I can't remember if I've seen that one or not. I have. I saw. I have seen it. I think we saw it in 2016. It was the last one we saw. Oh, yeah, because the last one I saw in 2019 was the Christmas party one. Yeah, which is different. Which is different. Yeah. But Tinkerbell flies. Tinkerbell does fly and it looks bloody brilliant. And they've been testing it at half past one in the morning, which they'd never be able to get away with in Paris. Um, and there were some lovely videos that I've seen, and it looks just as fantastic as it as it always did. Yeah, and they did a cast member preview as well. And um I watched someone's cast and the build-up in to when Tinkerbell flies in Happily Ever After. It just brought goosebumps. It's like that build up to when Tinkerbell flies is it's like chilling. It's, it's lovely. Yeah. So, yeah, can't wait to see that next year. Um, a permit's also been filed for work on the castle, which we assume is to remove all the 50th anniversary stuff. Don't know whether they'll put 100th anniversary stuff up. What? Seems a bit of a waste if they're taking stuff down. They might as well put new stuff up at the same time. Yeah. Well, they're there to put new stuff up. 
But yeah. please, can we have the castle lights back at Christmas, Disney? Want the Twinkly Castle lights back up at Christmas? Didn't have them this year. Why not? Because of the fifties. Couldn't have it. What, can you not have two sets of lights up at the same time? Speaking no. of bloody castle. No, the decorations interfered with the placements of the castle, twinkling oh. lights. So yes, yeah. so did. now that's gone. Can we have our Christmas, Christmas lights back? back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Still gutted we missed the 50th anniversary. I know. Because we were supposed to spend our 50th. We were, we were meant to spend our 50ths because we were both well, late 1970, mid-71, and obviously Walt Disney World opened in October 71, um, and we were meant to go for our 50th birthdays, that was the plan. Technically, we'd still be, we'd both be 50 when Disney's, when, yeah. when Magic yeah. Kingdom was 50. So that was the plan, and obviously then the world got in the way. Zombie apocalypse. <laughs> the plague. Um, and so, obviously, next year, we've decided to go for a late 50th. Um, be very bloody late. It would be it? late, yeah. <laughs> yeah, two years late. Um, <laughs> Actually, it'll be nearly four. <laughs> so yeah, um, so yeah, we're going out to celebrate our fiftieth in style. Yes, yeah, so we'll um, pretend we'll pretend it's fifty, even though we're nearly four years late. Yeah, but there's nothing we can do about that. So, <laughs> so last but no means least on. Uh, this month's Walt Disney World news is uh, more meet and greet news. So from the top, we have Moana will be greeting in the Magic Kingdom from the 22nd of April. Not sure where. Obviously in the park somewhere. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, but there's lots of places. There's there's a few characters in um, Animal Kingdom, but a few more wouldn't hurt. Yeah. Yeah, I said Animal Kingdom is getting the Forgotten Park again. Yeah. They've like done Pandora and then that's it. Yeah, it's not done anything else. No, it's getting a bit um Rivers of Light it's not back on, is it? No, Rivers of Light isn't on, Kite Towers is gone. Um which was worth it for the comedy value alone. <laughs> um so yeah, it's getting to, a bit to be like the Forgotten Park. They've done Pandora. Which is still very, very popular. You know, you still get the two hour queues. Um, but then the rest of the park seems to have gone, oh, well, we've done that now. Mm. Um, well, maybe the revamp of Dino Land might give yeah, it a breath of fresh air. Yeah, um, hopefully. You know, maybe. Um, and yeah, I mean, the more characters they can get in there, the better, really. Mm. Um, so, yeah. Uh, what other character news we've got? Oh, Figment will be meeting and greeting uh, in the Imagination Pavilion, which is billed as coming late summer. Which... And that is the Figment big character, not the little not Figment. Little figment like... Big Figment. It's like eight foot Figment. Proper costumes character. Proper costume character Figment. Not little animatronic. Not figment. little animatronic Figment. He won't be able to sign because he's not got big arms. Although he's in the T-Rex, is he? <laughs> Sorry. Not you. No. <laughs> I don't I've never seen Figment up close. It's a big I, purple dragon. He's not Barney. Um <laughs> that's, that's a big purple dinosaur. I would like to go and meet Figment, please, on the day. And when is late summer? Late summer, probably August. That's autumn. 
Yes, that's okay. like summer as well. Okay. July. <laughs> All right. Anyway, July, August. At some point in the summer, late summer, Big yeah. Milk will be meeting in um, Epcot in the Imagination Pavilion. See, I can say well, Imagination. Food and wine starts late Jim, or July. Oh, so maybe it's. So I reckon they'll bring them out for that. Okay. Good plan. Prediction. Yeah, and still in Epcot, Mickey Mouse and friends will rehouse themselves to the new communicable hall, hall, which is in that back bit. It's not really the back bit. The back bit. The back bit. The new revamped bit behind behind Spaceship Earth. Oh, they're going back there. Yes. Oh, so right, that okay. used to be. It was called something else. Was that the Electric Umbrella restaurant? No, no. It used to be the character meet, meeting spot. Don't you remember? That's what it was called, the character the meeting, meeting spot. spot. Yeah. yeah. And it's all of that area has been revamped. So they're going back in there. And then, as we mentioned in our... I'm doing that thing. That thing <laughs> we've just done. We uh, mentioned in the last last bit of character meet. Greek, um, in the character meet, um, character dining and character meet. In the meet. character dining and the character meet episode, which we've recorded prior to this, which is why I'm doing that weird head thing. Um Mirabelle, Mirabelle is going to be meeting uh, where Merida currently meets in the fairy tale garden in the Magic Kingdom. Um, no news on when that'll be, but I'm assuming it's going to be at some point later this year. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, said it's, it's nice to have a change up mm. of um, uh, characters, a reshuffle. Yeah, yeah, because obviously if you bring a new character to the park, it brings people back into the parks. Yeah. Yeah, so that concludes the Disney Walt Disney World portion of the yes. news, which is quite long. <laughs> Not as long as the last lot. That you're looking at the, the the you're looking at the time for how long we've been recording for everything. Not just oh, for this right, okay. We haven't been recording for this segment for three hours. I know it's big news, but it's not that long. Oh dear. So we eighty four years. <laughs> So we will be back uh, very shortly, so shortly, probably two minutes in this case, but in the next uh, segment of this news episode with a bit of SeaWorld news, um, a little bit of Universal news. I'm trying to keep the Epic Universe news down to the diet because otherwise I'll be talking forever. Can't manage it. I, I, I love a bit of Epic Universe. Um, and uh, some Disneyland Paris news. Yeah. We have news from Disneyland Paris. We do have news from Disneyland Paris. Yep, so we'll see you again soon. Yep. Thanks for watching. Bye. Bye.